What's up, everybody? This is Rayfield Davis. Blue Jack. And this is Boiler Buzz, where we're breaking down all Boilermaker basketball from pregame to postgame to player interviews to coaches' interviews. All your Boilermaker basketball information. Come right here and check us out. This is season one, episode one. Excited for you to join this ride. What's up, everybody? Welcome to Boiler Buzz. You're sitting here with Rayfield Davis, and then uh, your very own Purdue's best point guard, greatest point guard to ever play, most winningest point guard to ever get the job done, uh, Lewis Jackson. We're here to, uh, we're going to talk hoop, we're going to talk Purdue, we're going to talk strategy, we're going to talk what we think is going on, we're going to talk what should be going on, we're going to talk to Coach Painter, to the players. See what's going on this season. We're excited for a lot. Should be a Final Four caliber year for Purdue, especially within this Big Ten. But what's up, Lou? How you doing? Man, I'm great, man. Uh, happy to be here. I just, I'm excited. I mean, <laughs> I just feel like you know, it's, it's gonna be fun time talking to you. Just talk real basketball. Facts. You know, it's gonna be fun. <laughs> hey, Lou. How was um? I was asking questions at media day. What's that was like being on the other side? You've been to media day as a player. But now you sit on the other side at Media Day, you, Aaron Kraft, Tim Frazier, guys you play with, guys that are your peers, guys that challenge you on the court, and now y'all all sitting there immediately in the crowd challenging other guys together. What's that was like? I mean, first let's just laugh. Me and Media Day, right? <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, it was uh, it was amazing, man. Blessing just to be a part of that experience. Like you're saying, being there with guys like Aaron Kraft, Tim Frazier, Evan Turner, like just guys you competed against, and now we're all joking just about our stories and then now being able to go ask questions to the players, ask questions to the coaches, certain things that you remember as a player. Like now you can ask coaches, like, hey, man, why you do X, Y, and Z? Or just getting that insight from a player. So it was it was fun to be on the other side. That's what's up. It was um, when they hand you the mic, I got I to join my eye. I was happy for you. But not, uh, I know everybody's excited about this year. But before we get to this year, you kind of um, – been in situations similar to the guys in this offseason. Because you, uh, you've been on top five teams. You went into the tournament. You lost maybe where you shouldn't have lost or two you shouldn't have lost. I mean, games like VCU come yeah. to mind and things like that. So what, are, what does that offseason look like when you go into the tournament, high expectations? You had a great year. You may have won the Big Ten, but you lose the big one. What's that summer like dealing with pain? It's um, it's it's, it's grandma because you all can just sit there. And you got to be honest with yourself. You know, you let one get away. It ain't nothing you can say. We know the ball bounced certain ways, but now it's just like man, like we let that slip. That was our opportunity. And I think the one thing that this team's got that we never got the experience for the most part. They get to come back really as a whole. You lose one guy, one or two guys maybe, and you know. But now everybody's sitting in that locker room with that same feeling. My junior, we lost to VCU. You return Rob, but he was hurt. DJ Bird has experience. Ryan Smith has experience. Kelsey Barlow has that experience. Tyrone's a freshman. Right. So you have a few guys, but I wonder the feeling of just having, you know, my top 10 guys Back. feeling that feeling that loss and feeling embarrassment. So that whole summer, it's like, hey, we got to go get this job done. And when you have, you come off of a summer, like, because what you're saying is kind of remind me of we, we were losing and we had those grinding summers, but y'all was winning. You had to grind it out summer. And then you come into that next season, maybe still ranked highly or still maybe with high expectations. So what is that like entering a season when you do have to prove yourselves, but 
and it was still kind of expected. What kind of that feel like? It's a it's a great feeling, but now you kind of know you're more targeted. So you gotta take care of business every night, and the expectation, the standard of what you're chasing is not okay. We can win 20 games. It's like, man, we need a Big Ten championship, Big Ten tournament championship, and now we gotta get to that national championship. Anything less, even if we finish second, third in the Big Ten, it's already a failure. So that just expectation to start the year is like Big Ten championship or nothing. Because, I mean, you was around the guys this summer. I mean, you was in the gym with Mason, in the gym with all those guys going to practices, talking to Paint, and Paint talked to you a little bit differently than he may talk to somebody else. So what's the general vibe around Purdue? And I know we're already three games in, but even then you've been around the guys since. What's, what's going on on campus in the locker room right you, now? You feel that confidence. Because I wanted to talk to you about it. Me, I didn't get the experience, especially watching Braden Smith as a sophomore Coming back with that comes like he already knew he was him last year. Right. But it's like going into high school, whatever, you're going to work your second year. Now you know everybody. Mm. Everybody know you. Your swag is different. For me, I got hurt. Yeah. So I kind of lost that confidence for where I was trying to figure myself out. But now you go into practice in the summer, everybody looking at it with that expectation like, hey, we know what we come to do and we know who we are. It's not nice. that. Figuring out as a freshman how it's on the road, life on the road. So you you feel that confidence and that swagger. Like, we all know who we are, and it's time to get it done. And you talk about Brady Smith. I want to stay there. Because yeah. how important it is for this team, and even in past teams, for Purdue, for the point guard to have the confidence offensively to go, go, go score the ball. Uh-huh. And have that green light and take that pressure off of a – JJ or AJ or Zach or even a Zach Eady, you know what I mean? So what's that like? It's um, it's it's. I won't say it's everything, but it it, it has to rank up. It has to be in like the top three things you need, especially at Purdue or anywhere. You see a good point guard, a willing score. Not always has to take the take the shot, but being a willing guy. I mean, we could go to the NBA anywhere. Bigs get a lot of things done, but at the end of the day, Shaq needed to get that ball to Kobe. <laughs> so now when you got Brady Smith with just that ultimate confidence, I'm already running the team, picking you apart. Right. But also, you know, I will make this big shot and pull up. Right. It changes everything for our offense, and you got to respect it. Right. And where have you, um, outside of just Brady, Brady's been awfully aggressive. I mean, I mean, he's been just off the ball yeah. screen, getting to the right hand, getting the bucket. I mean, getting downhill. I mean, that back. I see him in practice throwing the back behind head yeah. pass to Zach rolling down the lane, him getting one. But what has been it like? What is um? What's Lance Jones added to this team in your opinion? Because Brain has been aggressive offensively. Payne's been asking him to shoot the ball. Zach is going to be Zach. Even the other night, it's quiet. It's like yeah. 28, 11, and four. It's quiet. And then Lance just feels like he gives this team something different. And I think it um, I don't know if they've had two legit ball handlers to play together since you and Etwan. I agree. So what's it like for them to have that second guy and what does Lance bring to the team? Man, um, Lance is a dog. Uh, I'm going to give him that. Like, you got to watch out. He's transferring in, so you already got to see, like, can he fit the culture? But just from the three games I watched, just being able to handle the ball pressure, he is willing to take big shots. And Mm -hmm. then um, the thing that kind of impressed me, I was going to text you the other night, when they were playing Mark, not Marquette, uh, Marquette. Nope, no, nope, uh, Xavier. Xavier. And the game was kind of out of reach at this time. We, we already kind of got the game in the bag, and one of the dudes tried to get in his bag. And he sat down the oh, whole yeah, possession, cut yeah. him off, moving his feet, and I was like, 
He's not going. Yo, yeah, he's not yeah, going. Yeah. So now like you said now on offense when Braden may need them few breaks in there, but we can still keep him on the court. Yep. Lance is just so valuable. And even if Braden needs to take a break now, you still got that same other Man. guard in there. Is is I think it's what's produced been missing. Cause like you said, like now we got shooters all across the board, but now he's also gonna get Braden some open shots. Yep. He's gonna get other guys creative shots. So now you gotta worry about two people coming downhill instead of just one. Yeah, because with Lance, like Lance got fifteen hundred points. He made over 200 threes. So even if he's not making them, you still got to guard him. Yeah. Like, you still closing out. He ain't this guy that maybe he shoot a low percentage and he ain't made none. His low percentage is on a lot of makes. So you still closing out. He's going to shoot a higher percentage because he's going to be open more than he was this year at SIU. And then what he brings to me is, um, like what you just said, for Braden. Now Braden don't got to get the outlet every time. Yeah. Now Zach get the ball. So who's closer? Is it Lance or is it Braden? And then they're going to start the break. And then, like you said, Braden just can run the lane, get a transition three, get an open bucket. Defensively, he'll take the pressure off of Braden guarding those quick guards. You think of the guys that really give Purdue trouble has been the smaller, quicker guards that can break you down, and he'll yeah, sit down on that. And then for Fletcher, like, now Fletcher won't be defended by the best wing defender. Right. Fletcher won't have the six, seven athlete guarding him, chasing him down. You're going to have to guard Lance because Lance can get it on off the bounce. And then, so now Fletcher's going to get more open ones. Now Fletcher's not going to have to break the press. Yeah. And that's going to help. Because now Fletcher, in Purdue's mind, it's high school. In Purdue's mind, Fletcher is supposed to be in the Ryan Smith, Dakota McDyess, Ryan Klein. That's the role. That is the formula. They come off these triple screens. They don't dribble much. Last year, it wasn't that. Second, like a Carson Edwards was a two. Right. Like each one was a two. Even as Dakota got older, he started to handle the ball more, but Carson came into play. Yeah. Coach Payne's formula is a strong point guard, quick point guard, go make a play. A two guard that can get a bucket but can handle the ball, get in the lane. A shooter. Yeah. A four man that can stretch the floor and make plays. He was kind of one of the first ones with the stretch four in college Agreed. basketball. Agreed. And then normally a five man that you just a horse. Yeah. So I think – now you have more of that formula that you didn't have in past years. And I think um, I think that's what's going to help him. Because now you got Mason. I think Trey will figure it out. What you've yeah. seen in Trey? Because I know we, I was high on Trey in the preseason. I'm still high on Trey. Mm-hmm. And it take a while. Because you, you go overseas and he lead him in scoring and rebounding. Mm-hmm. But it's without Zach. Right. And Zach take up a lot. You could practice so much. But a practice ain't a game. So what you've seen in Trey – do you think they need to change anything in that landscape? Uh, I like I like him. I like his work ethic. I think it's obviously too. A lot of people would just forget. Like last year, he played a lot more spot minutes. Yep. And he played it at the five. Yeah. So now we're we're asking him to transition, which he does well on the defensive end, and on the defensive end, guard guys. But even just he's worked hard this summer, shooting the jump shot. He's made shots, and I think people got to understand that's still going to be a progression. Yep. Just to ask him to go play pick and pop for it right now. After that switch, it's still got to be bits and pieces there, him figuring it out. But he still gives you a physical presence. And I think I like it from a physical standpoint because mm-hmm. I'm still high on Caleb. I, I like Caleb. But I think, too, it, it kind of gives Caleb an advantage sometimes, too. Now he's coming off the bench. Now we really get into that pick pick and pop stretch yep. four. So then it gives it a good a good mix and matchup because he can also guard. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Offensively, he'll figure that out. But we're also asking him to move from the five position to the four position. It's a lot that yeah. quick, but he's handling it from sure what enough. I can see. How do you feel about? It? No, I like Trey. I like I like him fitting in with Zach. I think it's gonna take time, like you just said. You move in positions because so, not only are you playing a position on offense, now you guard the quicker guys. And like I don't, 
people don't take that into account sometimes. Like Purdue fans may remember the year Vince Edwards went from the four to the three when Biggie came, yeah. and he struggled. He struggled yeah. to guard a quicker guy. He struggled to get around a quicker guy offensively. And then that next season, I graduate, AJ graduate. They ended up changing the lineup so much. Ultimately, Isaac goes to the bench, and Vince goes back to the four. You got Biggie at the five. So sometimes, even Jamison Battle, he went through it at Minnesota last year. Like, so I think that's an adjustment. I think they just—he's another guy that can score the ball as he gets more comfortable throughout the lineups, throughout the season. He's a guy that can throw it to on the wing, get you one or two dribbles, go get one, get a putback, things of that sort, and then just a, a rebounder because that's yeah. one of Purdue's biggest uh, things too. Because Sometimes that's their best offense. True. They're going to clean up the glass. They're going to start the break. Because now, this season, they go from one of the slowest teams in the country last year to now they feel like one of the fastest teams right. in the country because they're right. running. And now, they're even though Zach is going to get 20 and 12, it's not an overly aggressive, I'm throwing it to you every time. I'm, he's yeah. getting it through the flow of the game. And it just helps so much. How important is it for this team not to be so – count post fees, throw it in every single time, and to have those guards make plays. It's extremely important because, like you said, we're going to – Zach's going to be Zach. But sometimes, let's just say, our three-point shot's not dropping like that game we lost. You know what I mean? Like now, when that's not dropping, but now we're getting it off the glass, we're running. Now we're getting the layup. I love to play with uh, Lance and, and Cam. Oh, that line. You know, Man, when the last, when the last <laughs> time somebody threw a lob when to you a see, wing? A wing. <laughs> a wing. We, we out on the wing. Now you think about you got Marty uh, out there ready to run. Miles Coleman that's ready funny. to be athletic. Like, yeah. even those little plays here and there, just the fact that we can get out and get a quick layup yep. or that lob dunk, the excitement. Yep. So certain days we might it be up down. It's like that matters. So to see Purdue being able to get out. And you credit Zach E.D. and the big, because they do a good job running. Yep. And coaches adjusted to where, like, hey, I still let my guys get out and go. But we're not just going to slow it down old school, paint touches, and let everybody just try to play us in the half court. No, that's real. I mean, that's that's how you steal baskets. Because last year they didn't have a way to steal baskets outside of the offensive glass. That was kind of their way to steal baskets. But when you throw everything in the paint, that's tougher. And then they didn't have a guy that get the ball, break you down, go get me one. Yeah. It was either Zach on the block, kick out three, maybe you catch it. Fletcher had some games where he had dry the lane, but – that was getting beat up at yeah. times. So now they got Cam Heidi. He can make a cut off of a post up. That's important to where I remember Penn State, they used to trap with their low guy. Yeah. Whoever yeah. that low guy was, you cut. And now they got a guy that can cut back door that's not just going to go and try to get a layup. He's going to dunk. dunk it. And that, that means something when you got him, Miles Colvin, even a guy like Wydell can go finish. Yeah. That helps. Yeah. And then all three of those guys can make a shot. Like with Miles Colvin, like I'm telling guys, he may only play – 15, 12, 15, 18 minutes, but it's going to be impactful. Like, he True. played 12 minutes True. of the game. He go three for three from three-point line. Yeah. He get out of transition. He excite the crowd. And that 12, 14 minutes of being impactful will be more impactful than another freshman in the league playing 25, 30 Fact. minutes, Fact. <clears throat> low field goal percentage. Yeah. The team is losing, yeah. but they're averaging more points. True. And True. I think sometimes it takes um, people to understand that he's getting more out of that because Miles has been – a breath of fresh air athletically, yeah. a breath yeah. of fresh air with his bounce, and then he can make a shot. The jumper is so refreshing. So, I mean, if I'm asking you, Lou, we done named all these players, mm -hmm. and we're about to wrap up soon, but how you how how do you keep all these guys happy if you paint, and do, or do you even care if they happy? Let's win games. Oh, man, I think you never say you don't care because you need that team morale, but I get what you're saying, like, 
I think I think in the landscape of the board, Payne do a good job talking to players. Because you got to be real with yourself at this level. It's business. But if we're really being honest, if we're trying to make the NBA, or we're just talking about the top 25, let's just say top 10. The top 10 teams in school, most of the time, your top eight players, maybe nine if you're that good, they can take each other's spot. But that's where the competition and practice, we get better. But like to a Miles Coleman, to the outside world, people looking, oh, you're a freshman, you should be playing more. Yeah, maybe another program. But now he's behind Mason Gills, all these guys. So maybe year one, he don't get all the minutes. But now year two, right? he's stepping into a whole nother mentality. The standard's different. I'm winning. I understand the program, defensive concepts, things as a freshman I can really learn to make a mistake from. I can do it now. Right. You know what I mean? But it's healthy competition, and he's going to keep you just iron sharp as iron. I didn't realize I'm, I'm rambling, but I didn't realize Jeff no, T real. and um, Ish Smith played together. And when I realized they played together, it's like, what can practice look like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know what I mean? That that just made it that much better. Obviously, you hope it's not senior versus senior, but it just is what it is. It is what it is, but it's healthy competition. It's the real world. No facts. No facts. I mean, I think about like you saying that, like Michigan State going through that right now. They got a freshman, Jeremy Fears. They got a senior, AJ Hogard. Yeah, something gonna have to give. They battling every day. They love each other in the locker room, but you gotta go. I can still remember. Kendall coming in, Kendall Stevens coming in, he took my spot. Yeah. But then you battle it, battle it, battle it, and you get it back. And if you don't get it back, you can't look at coach and say, he screwed me over his politics. Nah, because like Tommy Zo said, like, like, coach is not going to play the guy that's not productive. Like, ain't nobody trying to get fired. Like, you practice hard, you play hard, you make your shots and practice, and you do what you're supposed to off the court, you're going to play in the yeah. game. So, I mean, no, nah, I um. I'm excited for Purdue this year. I think they could win the Big Ten, especially yeah. you look at the Big Ten right now. Like, I think it'll be three, three, four teams. Maybe get a high seed in the tournament. Yeah. I think I can see Purdue, Michigan State gonna figure it out because they got Always. young guys and they're gonna grow. Yeah. Illinois, I think, could be right there. But I think those three could be like top four seeds, and then I think like everybody else, maybe three more teams could get yeah. in. I don't think this is a year where you getting ten teams in. I just don't. Agree. I feel like the top is the top, and everything else is just what it is. And I feel like um, Purdue could run away with the league, how they're built, how they're playing, the growing pains other teams are going to have to go through. They could separate themselves early. But among whatever happens in the regular season, what do you think the guys are going through in the sense of what we just talked about don't matter. They could win the Big Ten. They could win the Big Ten tournament. But if they lose in the Sweet 16, all hell is going to break yeah. loose in the fan base. What would you think that pressure would have been like? Whereas though, it kind of feels like it's final four or bust for those guys. It's, uh, some guys they're gonna accept the pressure. Like some guys are gonna do it, and it just uh, it's it's uh, you, you feel for guys in that, but that's where you want to be. That's where you know you reach the highest level of college basketball. So you know, feel for those guys, but you also want that pressure. So I just think they just gotta enjoy every moment of it. And that's the thing. As an adult, you can look back and say, hey, whatever you accomplish at the end, not too many people can do it. But in that locker room, if they don't get to the Final Four, you don't want to hear. Facts. You know? Facts. No, that's real. And that's a lot of pressure because it is the year to do it. They got everybody coming back like you just just said. That's not happening in college basketball. And when Purdue loses a piece, like we can both understand why B. Newman transferred. I think everybody out there. You don't look at Bino and be like, I don't get it. Like, everybody got it, so that makes sense. And then they bring all these guys back. You add in Cam Heidi, Miles Jones, that athleticism. This is a good year to do it. I think they can get to a final four. And then I'm impressed with Coach. Even after this year, in this landscape of transfer portal, <laughs> NIL, all this stuff, my guy went out and got a six-player six six. high school recruiting class. 
Got big dog son. He couldn't miss out on both big dog sons. So made up for that. I'm excited. I'm excited for Purdue basketball. I mean, because they got another seven three guy coming in. They got another four man coming in. They got another shooter coming in. They got two guards coming in. It's just it's the formula. It's um, Payne has got to a place where he's not necessarily caring about what people are saying. He understands he can evaluate talent just as good as the rankers on two four seven. I mean. When you think about it, fans are saying, why can't we get a five-star? Why can't we get this, that, a third win? I would trust Paint's yeah. ranking ability I, I would be a, a little, little bit higher than I'm a little Eric, You know what I mean? He's so, better at finding that 50, 100 ranking. Yeah, because look at Jay Nivey. Jay Nivey was an 80th. I yeah. mean, H, I think A.J. Hogarth yeah. was ranked higher than Jay Nivey, I think. Maddie Sissoko was 40th in that class. You know what I mean? Yeah. All those guys. And he's number three pick in the draft. Yeah. So, I mean, Zach Eady was four, ranked 400. Right. One of the top players, and I mean, the yeah. best player in the country. So, I mean, I trust it. I think um, what Payne is doing, he's doing things the right way. And we heard Conzo say it at the fundraiser, it's hard to do this job and not cheat. And I think um, with Purdue, we got a good one. We got a uh, we got a good coach. We got a good uncle. We got a good father figure. Yeah, you got to be happy with that. Turnover. Facts. You, you go from Katie to Paint, and then Paint's looking at my son the other day. He's like, um. I'm not gonna be here for you, but I help pick the one that is. So it's like somebody that like to keep the chain going. So yeah. I think um, Purdue in a good spot. You happy where Purdue at? Oh, I'm happy. You yeah. got you got to be crazy if you're not happy. Like realistically, look at every year. Yeah, fact. You know what I mean? Look at what's really getting there. It's hard to win a national championship, but the longevity and now you got actual stability and standards. Purdue basically is a brand now. Yeah, yeah. It's, not it's no sexy. More, yeah, I'm not trying to figure out who we are. We <laughs> That's are a brand. And this new generation with young kids to where Purdue used to be old school. Oh, I feel that. I feel that. Because now I'm in Atlanta and they're like, oh, you went to Purdue? And I was wearing the same Purdue hoodies, the same dry fit six years ago when I moved. And now it's, Matt Painter was your coach. You went to Purdue. So now I think we're at a point where me and John Nocky, she's talking about this. We used to say like, especially the pregame news, like just some of the stuff. Now Purdue is more of that sexy school in the Big Ten. You going to go to Purdue. It's one of those. It's a... It's an honor to get a Purdue offer, and I think fans got to understand Somebody that. Somebody told me when I was in school, it's Purdue Ivy League. <laughs> yeah, you know, yeah, like, yeah. You know, like, like, you still kind of – and then now you're getting that. Now we cool. Yeah. And I think recruiting-wise, we look – Payne coming to gym, man. Brentley coming to gym, and they looked at it as different. They looked at it with that black and gold. And for fans, that um, that matters to the high school kids in the gym. That matters to the AAU coaches in the gym. That matters to – Everyone around when your coach is flying to a tournament private on his own plane. So I think um, I think we should be excited for this year. I think at the years a final four year national championship year and me and my guy Lou, Lou we gonna be covering it all year long. I'm excited to get it going with you, bro. We be here once a week, sometimes post game, sometimes before the game. But you guys need us. Check us out on Twitter. I'm at Rayfield Davis three. I'm at Lou Jack underscore. And this is Boiler Buzz. Checking out.